Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's Greg Batson. Well, happy Friday, everybody. Quitting time, right? You might be stuck in traffic on your way to the Morgan Wallen concert. Sorry about that. We'll do our best to get you there. Nice night for it, though. Oh, it's a perfect night. It's one of those days, really, where you're not feeling it cooler by the lake. You know, sometimes in April you get a nice warm day and it's like 75 in Menominee Falls, 54 in Whitefish Bay. <laughs> And you're saying, why do I live here? I feel like that's coming in about four weeks because Memorial Day, you can never count on. If we have this weather on Memorial Day weekend, we'd be loving it. But I, I it's very, very possible that we'll be in the 50s with drizzle. Greg it's okay. Sa- Greg, mm. Sandy, and Bob Brainerd here with you on a Friday edition of Wisconsin's Afternoon News. Adam Roberts producing the program. Debbie's got to look at the roads here to get you home before 6 o'clock. So I, we talked in the, in the 4 o'clock hour about, about our producer, Adam who uh, on a very nice day was driving his bike or riding his bike to work, and somebody launched a projectile out their vehicle. It was a drink of some sort, landed on Adam's leg, hit him, started rolling down his leg. As he's paying attention to what just hit him, he did not see the pothole ahead of him Mm. in the bike lane on the road he was traveling on. He went... I believe the term is ass over tea kettle. Somersault. Um, you said too. The, the, the road <laughs> rash all over him. I mean, God bless. But Everything that's so is okay. scary. And that's He's when you realize okay. having the helmet, because, Adam, you described this as literally like sailing right over your head, handlebars and landing on your head. Correct. You, I have my helmet here. You can see the mm. scuffs on the helmet. Well, I, you, you had some people help you out, which is important. So we, we got to talking in the last hour about, you know, was anybody there to help you? And the answer was sort of, well, no, people just sort of kept driving by. But Anton Siegel called in and said, no, I, I helped him. That's right. No, he works uh, for Truly Spoken, which is a bike store near the area that uh, you flipped off your bike. So Anton, you, Adam came rushing in. He's all full of blood. He's got road rash. And I'm sure you're more concerned about the bike because that's what you're, you're focused on. Oh, uh, well, we're, we're focused on the people, too. Um, but... Um, yeah, that's a terrible thing to have happen, though. We've, so, so how damaged yeah. was the bike? Like, was it just, you know, the handlebars all off kilter? Needs a new tire? Like, how messed up was it? Um, I, well, I wasn't the one that checked in the bike, so I'm not sure the condition. But it definitely can a bike can get messed up when that sort of thing. And Anton, it, yeah. it was say, is this the kind of story you hear often, or just rarely at Truly Spoken? Well, thankfully. It's not uh, super common, but, um, you know, when it does happen, it, you know, it sticks in your mind. And um, it's, uh, you know, I, I've, I've actually been shot with a paintball gun while I've been riding my bike. And, um, you know, other people have had similar things like that happen to them, um, which is pretty scary because, it, you know, obviously on a bike, you're not in a protected steel thing that weighs two tons. You know, you're just right there. And, um, you know, for a lot of individuals especially if they're older uh you know having something like that happen could result in a serious injury so and bicyclists are the good, good people thing. the good people like yeah. <laughs> environmentally concerned usually for health or even economics of not always driving the car and paying for gas if you can bike somewhere it's more economic that way so don't lob the, here's the public service announcement don't lob projectiles and people are just trying to bicycle and get where they want to go or just enjoy the city from that vantage point totally anton we thank you for your time appreciate it man he uh, uh truly spoke and they helped fix adam 
Adam's bike anyway. They didn't help fix Adam. He, he needed a little more help than that fixing the road rash. But you ride it. it, it it's like the video game Paperboy, right? You're riding the bike down the sidewalk, and all of a sudden the Grim Reaper comes running out of the house, and stuff's being thrown at you. Yeah, hitting garbage cans and all that. It, it reminded me of a video game, Adam, what you were describing yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah, uh, well, I mean, I was never a Paperboy player back in the day, so uh, I did not have experience with that. But, hey, God bless the people at Truly Spoken. River West's oldest bike station, they set me up. And, yeah, Anton was not working, but he was in the room, and the crew there were absolutely grateful. Because, like we mentioned, I got to work relatively quickly after this happened. It didn't take super long. You were here quickly, and I will say that, I, you have completely rolled with the flow on this. Like you came in in good spirits, and I don't know that everyone else would. And I think that is partially due to you felt like you're part of a community and you were taken care of, and it wasn't just like, well, stinks to be you. Good That's, luck next absolutely. time. I mean, I'm. I know we're late for the break here, but I'm not going to stop biking. Like, absolutely not. I mean, that's the way I get to work. That's the way I get around with the bus, also. And like you said, the community's tight knit. We're not going away. We're going to keep riding. Just please, for the love of God, stop throwing stuff at us. Yes. That's a public service announcement from our producer. <laughs> and even if they didn't mean to hit you, don't litter. Let's, let's, I, yeah, yeah, I'll be open minded. Yeah. Uh, I'll would, be open minded and maybe it Miz would be livid right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, the kind of well, thing you're supposed to get tickets for uh, in the city of Milwaukee. Well, has your etiquette just gone out the window? We are going to uh, kind of re- change the discussion, but it's sort of based upon what happened to Adam here. I have a confession to make on my own. But I All right, so I have a confession to make. I'm interested. And I'm embarrassed by it. (laughs) I'm more interested. (laughs) I haven't told a soul about this until today. Uh, A couple of weeks ago, an email was sent out by uh, a a woman who works at our office. Her name is Liz. And it it was a poll question. Okay, she sent out, which is worse? That was the title of, of the email. Because occasionally here at the Avenue, we, we got sinks and refrigerators, and there's a big kitchen upstairs as part of our new office, and, and it's quite lovely. In fact, I think there's four refrigerators, and there's, you know, lunches get stored in the refrigerator. And usually every Friday, sometimes every other Friday, there, there's a purging of the items in the refrigerator. In other words, if it's been left too long, it's going to get pulled out. Mm-hmm. Don't let your stuff get stinky. Right. Okay? And, and that can just happen. just full-on gross. Right. you got the Thai food that's left over for two weeks. Let's just get that out of there. And we get the fair warning, right? We get the email that Usually, says, yeah. you, you know, hey, Friday, this is it. Clear your stuff out or And bye-bye. we also have one of those huge, like, six-by-six six video monitors that will have, like, some funny meme, like Dwight from The Office saying, you know what stinks? The refrigerator. Right, you right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there are gentle, fun ways to remind you, like, okay, get get rid of it. Well, so Liz sent out an email a couple of weeks ago asking for Good Karma Brands teammates to vote on which was worse. And there was a picture of fried rice that that, that looked like it just had moss all over it. Oh. And then there was a picture of, uh, of Tupperware that had moldy sautéed green peppers and an Italian sausage that had enough mold on it. I mean, it looks like Santa Claus's beard. I was saying, I when mean, you say mold, it's like the white fuzzy stuff. Awful, right? It's like, what in the world? So you got the vote. I don't know who won the vote or which <laughs> won the vote. But the point of the story was, who left these in the fridge forever? Well, I think And it's... now the confession part? The answer is me. Yeah. <gasps> oh! Yes. On the Italian sausage. I, I Were voted... you both of them? Uh, no. 
<laughs> I voted for the Italian sausage because it, it was, to me, the worst looking. I mean, it, it looks like it had ice crystals all over it, right? I mean, the amount of mold yeah, was did. insane. And I, I looked at the Tupperware container. I was like, well, that, that was our Tupperware. That was like our, you know, to-go Tupperware for others who are over on Christmas Eve. Oh, oh no. To have Italian sausage. And I remember bringing a few to work, and I had one one day with some peppers. I didn't have all. I think I brought three links, but I wasn't going to eat all three, although I could, I guess. So I put the other two back in the fridge and totally forgot about it. But we've cleaned out the refrigerator since December. How did this survive? No. No, apparently not. Not that one. <laughs> not number two. Refrigerator two of four was left to die. The, and I recall opening the fridge at times between then and now, where I was like, oh, jeez, what died in there? And I've just gone to another fridge. I'll just use a different one. Well, I totally forgot about it. So I saw Liz. She was eating her lunch today. And I walked over to where she was eating. And, and it was quiet. There was nobody around her. And I said, I have a confession to make. And I've seen you probably 15 times since. But I haven't had the guts to bring it up. I've waited for the perfect moment. And well, I hope we can still eating, be friends. Right? Yeah, oh yeah, she's eating French fries. You're mean. I said I hope we can still be friends because what I'm about to tell you will likely affect our relationship. And I explained it to her. And she couldn't stop laughing. And she also <laughs> made me tell everybody who was in earshot that it was me who left the Italian sausage in the fridge. Excellent, Liz. Have you told everybody what you did? I felt terrible, but I, it was not intentional. I totally forgot about it. No, but there's... there's so what's the etiquette there? If you forget, right? To own up to it right away. You did. Yes. Hide yeah. it and just yeah. say... Well, yeah. And I do down. think Liz's appropriate public shaming will help um, educate the rest of our teammates to not do that, you know? Well, here's the deal. When it comes to company fridges, mm -hmm. uh, there are... You owned up to it, Greg. There are people who will not own up to it. There are also companies as we all know, mm. that will not have these weekly or biweekly purges. They just let it ride and say, you're responsible, you're all adults. That's where the shaming part comes in. You figure it out. But then, I mean, somebody has to grab the bull by the horns, and I'm glad we do that here at Good Karma. Well, and I've worked at one of those offices where nobody takes responsibility for it, and it always falls on the one poor coworker, like the office manager who has to put on the hazmat suit one, twice a year and go in and get the old yogurt it's and whatever of, else. It's, it's a game so, of chicken, right? Yeah. It's, it's like, who is just it's so unfair enough? Yeah. And they just say, I'm going to do it. I can't stand it anymore. I will take it from here. And you're going to need more than a dozen boxes of baking soda to get that funk out, you Literally. know? Yeah, the next time whoever cleans the fridge comes up with a, a tool that says Ryobi on it, just go the other direction, right? You pressure washing the fridge out because I left my Italian sausage in there for two and a half months. <laughs> nice one, Greg, you jackass. Yeah, Your sorry about that, everyone. Italian sausage. Yes, I mean, it just the, the mold looked like a beard. It was that, oh, it was just awful. And, folks, we do have four refrigerators, but they're. They're brand new. So Greg ruined one of the four. Oh, now, yeah. now we're down to three. But but not new enough, right? They are out of warranty. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I think if I screwed it up, I've really screwed it up. There's well, no yeah, going I, back anymore. Yeah. I, I think the etiquette for just anything, isn't it nice just to be honest and own up? Because it becomes an it inside liberating. joke then, you know. It was liberating. So, I did find, and Liz said to me, she's like, this will strengthen our friendship. <laughs>
and I felt good until about she that. starts calling you moldy wiener boy. Then um, that might be a little different. Yeah, but. yeah, that's a t-shirts in the lobby. Story for a different day. <laughs> uh, a reminder that you can uh, not only listen to the program here, Wisconsin's afternoon news. You can watch us now. We don't have a camera on our refrigerators. You can't see moldy sausages unless we bring them in the studio. But we are streaming the program each and every day. You can follow us. Check us out at WTMJ.com, the WTMJ mobile app, even our own WTMJ YouTube page. Social channels as well. Check us out. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know it. You can look while you listen at the WTMJ video stream. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. He is not the opening act for Morgan Wallen tonight at American Family Field, <laughs> but I could see him running across stage or even introducing the band. That would be cool. <laughs> Let's go streaking. Yeah, uh, man. <laughs> when is the last time you streaked? Miss? The weather is good enough for it. <laughs> it definitely is, right? It is, man. That's a, another awesome, <laughs> awesome day. I won't be streaking at American Family Field. Is that tonight or tomorrow night? Or do they got two shows? Morgan Wallen is tonight. It is tonight. Okay, tonight. Tonight. Um, I feel like there's a concert tomorrow night, but no, that, I must it's have got that all confused. Yeah. Oh, it is two nights. Is it two nights show? Yeah, I believe so. Debbie, the nice. country See? connection. See? My, fa- my father-in-law is an usher, so he'll be there. So <laughs> Say hi Oh, cool. <laughs> well, I'm not going, nor I'm not streaking. You're saving all of your energy for 38 Special at Summerfest. We know that. That's it. That's it. I'm, I'm also good, totally. Uh, and I'm also good for like a good state fair concert. Like, again, right up that same alley is like 38 Special. Someone who's, you know, like a little bit B-rate. <laughs> from like the 80s <laughs> little speed wagon right yeah there's Liz on the yeah. picnic table again all right we're liking that this well, has been a great absolutely. week of that kind of weather that puts you in that mindset it is i mean what a day again today it was a little cooler lakeside and, and, and that, that lake boundary is kind of progressing its way uh farther inland we dropped at the station at one point we were at 78 now we're at 70 i think soon we'll be in the 60s and locations right along the lakeshore are probably in the 50s already so a little bit cooler but man just an awesome day and an awesome stretch for april okay so i brought that up earlier because i, I walked outside and it, we're not too far from the lake a few blocks i don't think that counts as inland when we talk about the inland forecast but it, it didn't seem to me like the lake effect had much of a lake effect. It wasn't one of those at 75 in Menominee Falls and 52 yes. in Whitefish Bay. It didn't seem like that dramatic. Such a great point uh, because, yeah, it was like a, the wind was like south-southeast, like just the tiniest east component, and it wasn't very strong. So that difference between, let's say again, let's just use general terms, inland and near the lake was like – a half a mile or less to the lake would qualify as near the lake today. Whereas there's other times where you have that lake breeze and it could be still like Tosa could be 50s where and Waukesha could be 70s. So um, it definitely didn't make its way far inland until now I'm noticing it starting to work its way a little bit farther west. All right, take us through the weekend, Niz. Yeah, as we go into the weekend, Saturday is definitely the better of the two weekend days. I think most of Saturday is still dry. There's going to be a little bit more cloud cover. I think most of us still work well into the 70s, except for right along the lakeshore. And then there will be a better chance for showers and storms starting Saturday evening into Saturday night. Sunday's looking crummy. I think we'll have periods of rain on Sunday. And then here we go, guys. Um, Sunday night 
and into Monday, that rain is going to change to some snow. And I do think we're going to see some accumulation with this Monday morning. I would say on the grassy surfaces, for the most part, the ground's going to be too warm to accumulate on the concrete. For the most part, there could be a little slush, but we could be looking at a couple inches of snow. Uh, this would be Sunday night and into Monday morning. So we're not done quite yet. Tuesday, sunshine returns, but a high of only 50. Niz, if it squashes the daffodils, or not the daffodils, the dandelions that have already sprouted up in my brickwork, I would be pleased with the usefulness yeah. of snow. <laughs> Unfortunately, dandelions can survive that I snow. Know. They thrive on it. <laughs> I know. Uh, there's an old saying. There was a, a guy who's still up in uh, Wausau. His name's Justin Lowe, the chief meteorologist at Channel 9. He always used to tell me that it has to snow on the tulips twice before we're completely safe. And... I'd say up in Wausau, that holds pretty true. Hopefully we just get one snow on the tulips here in southeastern Wisconsin. Yeah, if you're going to walk your fair, do it tonight or tomorrow. Avoid Sunday. <laughs> Appreciate it, Niz. Have fun at the concert. We know you'll be on the stage. <laughs> All right, we'll see you later, guys. All right, TMJ4 meteorologist Brian Nisnansky here on WTMJ. Time for our favorite thing of the week. Sandy, we'll start with you. Are we going to start with me? We are. It has been <laughs> Gorgeous outside, and my favorite thing of the week has been able to get outside and take a walk, even for just half an hour, walking on Wisconsin Avenue as you head east and you're towards the Brise de Soleil from the Milwaukee Art Museum. Just the beautiful view and the wind and just fresh air. This whole springy week has uh, put a pep in my step, and it's been nice to get out in the city and be around other people and just enjoy the fresh air. Bob? Echoed by many. Uh, to piggyback that... Got a new front door on our home last fall. It had the window, but it also has a screen that you can put on. Added the screen for the first time with the nice weather coming in, right? Yeah. And for the first time, the front door opens and the breeze comes through the front door and filters through the house and the back door. I mean, didn't know there was going to be this effect with the screen on the front door. Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Simple pleasures. I know. Adam? Well, I know I talked multiple times today about the bad that came with my bike incident oh, yesterday, sure. but the good was also there, and I know I've shouted out Truly Spoken about 20 times today, but they really were amazing, getting me back up on my feet financially with my bicycle, and it just made me feel good and helped me take a little bit more of a positive look to what could have been a really negative experience, and was, but they really stepped up, and I'm appreciative of, appreciative of it. Yeah, for me, it's uh, family, and we have family that has been with us for the last several days who live in Tasmania, which is amazing, and it's a, a strong bond that we keep together via Facebook and messages back and forth, but to finally be able to see my cousin Selena, who I hadn't seen in 20 years, uh, and her family, husband, kids, who I'd never met before, stay at our house, we had so much fun with them, and it's amazing because we, we cannot take for granted the things we have here in America. I, one of her favorite places to go was Walgreens. She's like, what's Walgreens? And I identified Walgreens as a place where you can get a bottle of wine, a sewing kit, laxatives, and something to drink, and a coffee. Spot on. She's like, what? I was like, yeah, go in there. It's amazing. Hopefully you don't need all of those things in one day. <laughs> she came out with snacks and everything. It's just, you know, the things that we have here that we take for granted, they don't have Walgreens in Tasmania. So that's been a blessing for our family, and we hope their continued travels uh, are safe, as they've very much enjoyed it here in the Midwest. Now they're off to Honolulu.